Salutations, Internet, and welcome back to Newbie. Back to... This is episode one. Is this Hello. A, this is episode one? We did it! <laughs> we did it! So, we're here. We finally made it. We did w wait an extra week to do it, which means we are talking about two episodes of Ruby Volume 6 today. Yes, Nora and I briefly talked about this. Hi, I'm Allie, by the way. <laughs> I'm Nora. <laughs> we talked about this briefly uh, before we hit record. Um, the initial plan was to do Ruby every or newbie every week as new episodes came out. Um, but life just got hectic this week. Um, and so we're going to be recording about the first two episodes of Volume 6 because we just didn't have a chance to record about Newbie 1 until now. So... Yo, this volume's real good! Yo, Volume 6 fucking odds, dude! <laughs> oh, buddy. Okay. Woo! What do we do for this show? Like, we haven't done it yet, so like... Oh, boy. Okay, 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 okay. Do we recap? Um... Wait, this is the only way that Riley is getting any Ruby content. So we should we should at least talk about the things that happened. Yeah, I'm trying to find a recap to read because I don't want to write one. And also, I frankly need to refresh myself on what happened in episode one because episode we could do got it memorized and just read the script out loud. What do you mean? Like just literally read the script and the dialogue to each other. No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds hellish is that what they do that's what they do every week for kingdom hearts that sounds hellish <laughs> yo okay 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 i'm still trying to find um i'm trying to find uh the like a wikipedia recap or something of the first episode so that i can read it while i'm trying to find it do you want to know what i just found on October 25th, you could have gone to a movie theater and watched the first episode of Volume 6. Yeah. That's fucking bananas. Also, I'm going to send you a wild fucking image that you've probably seen and I'm just now seeing for the first time. Okay. Um. TV Tropes has a recap section. Okay. I'm going to look at the recap for episode one. Please send me that because Recap Mon is Union and we can't afford their dues. Um, Mostly, I don't want you to read this in the Recap Mon voice, which I'm very afraid you're going to do. It's not a recap. It's just another. It's a TV. It's an episode specific TV trope. I just typed the word Wikipedia into Google. <laughs> Why would you call it a recap page if all it is is just a trope list for that specific episode? List of episodes. Okay, I might have found something. I might have found something. I might have found something. Okay. A younger... No, no, no. This is... Uh... That's episode zero, the Adam short. Um, episode one. Adam slaughters his men when they refuse to accept him back as leader after his failures at Haven. Ruby and her friends prepare to leave for Argus, located in northern Anima, where Blake bids goodbye to Ilya and Son. During the train ride, a grim attack forces Ozpin to admit Grimm are attracted to the relics. Jean and Ren are combine their symbolages to hide the passengers from the Grimm, separating the passenger cars with Nora protecting them. Team Ruby, Crow, and Oscar stated, um, 
that makes it sound like the team is Crow and Oscar. Um, <laughs> team Ruby, Crow, and Oscar stay to defend the remaining cars, but the pack Alpha destroys the train tracks and crashes them. The group emerges unharmed but stranded along with an unexpected passenger, an elderly woman with special glasses. So yeah, that's episode one of volume two. Um, mm-hmm. Thoughts. Not a lot from episode well, one. Episode one has some things that didn't talk about the huntsman that they met at the train station. But that's just kind of like a funny, fun thing. Sure. And a lot of episode one is a very good action scene, and you need those huntsmen mm. um, for that action scene. Also, also John can use his semblance to increase people's aura, but he can also use it to increase people's semblance. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see Jean plus everybody in this season. Oh, that's definitely going to happen, isn't it? Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Jean and Crow. Oh, no! <laughs> what does that look like? Oh no. Oh my god, I don't like that. <laughs> oh. Penny's semblance was being a robot, right? I guess. Do robots have semblances? I love Nier Automata. <laughs> well, Penny had an aura. She did? What was her aura? Her soul? Oh, right. So she has a soul. Okay. She had. has a she had a heart. She had a heart. Yes. She's not a nobody. She's not a tin man. That's someone else in nope. the show. That's that's Ironwood. He really doesn't have a heart because he has a metal heart. Oh right. Um but anyway, uh, I feel like nothing we said in the past minute makes sense to anyone but us. Um okay. Everything seems cool between all the members of Team Ruby in episode 1. Yeah, I'm glad to see if Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Not enough TV shows have friends being friends. Yeah, I just wish we could have seen the first conversation that Blake and Yang had. Oh, okay, okay, but here's the thing, right? Is that these first two episodes of season t- of season six have been um like kind of doing some nonlinear storytelling stuff a little bit, um, and so I am confident we will still see that scene. I feel like. That's a good point. Like, we will get that in the moment where it is relevant to the show. We're going to Naruto it? We're going to Naruto it. They're going to have that flashback in a fight? Except right before we they do a team move? We won't have already seen it six times. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to talk about episode two? Um, I feel, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else. Fuck it. Episode two. Episode one also sets up the big thing in episode two, which is that after the big promise in season five that Ozpin wouldn't hide stuff anymore, he is still hiding things. He is hiding that that artifact has been attracting Grimm to them. Yes, the artifact of knowledge. Uh, hold on. The artifact of knowledge, is that right? I think that's right. That makes sense. I'm not uh, 100%, but I think that's right. Which which they picked up last season from the vault under Haven. No, under Mistral. Haven is the academy. Oh, right. <laughs> um, ha- Havel, Havel, 
Haven we'll Academy in Mistral. Yes. Uh, this relic is one of the four relics left behind by the gods. Um, anyway, these are very important magical relics, and apparently they also attract Grimm. I wonder if that means there's a lot of negative emotion tied up in that relic. The relic about knowing everything? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but also, they say in episode two that it might be related to where the Grimm came from. Yes, yes. Okay. So episode... So, <laughs> so episode two. <laughs> so last volume ended with a fight between Raven and Cinder, and I was asking Allie who Cinder would have like given the... Uh, fall maiden powers too right we talked about died. that in episode zero right i think so i think so because the she's a fall maiden and the maiden powers transfer when you die to somebody else and the the rules are it's the whoever's in your thoughts as you die um as long as they're a girl yeah and... <laughs> sometimes Boy. you're just a girl thinking about girls we'll return to that in a moment yes um, we will (laughs) um and so usually if the maiden is killed then that means that the power is transferred to their attacker because you're probably thinking about the person killing you as you're dying right sort of situation right and so we had some ideas for who would have gotten those powers after cinder died because it was either well, two options were Salem and Ruby, which would have fucked everything up if either of them got maiden powers, because that's the main hero and the main villain. And I was gonna if... okay. I was gonna ask: Is it even possible for Salem to get maiden powers? Because she know. seems like not a person. But I guess we're gonna find that out soon. We're gonna fucking find out because she was a person. Maybe she looked pretty human. I guess. We're doing some fucking birth by sleep shit now. God. Okay, okay. We need to start at the start. <laughs> okay. We need to not jump so, ahead, and I apologize. There, we see Ruby at a grave, and there's, there's snow everywhere, and there's a bunch of wolves, and she fights all of the wolves, and does a pose. Oh my and then... god, I didn't realize what you were doing for a full 30 <laughs> seconds. I just let That's... that happen. <laughs> so... God, this podcast episode is incomprehensible. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm really excited. You're doing great. <sighs> so we have this smash cut to Cinder underwater waking up, which is yeah. amazing. Not what I expected. Very we, pleased. I think we both shouted, fuck yeah, or maybe that was just me. No, we definitely both shouted, fuck yeah. You just realized then, what was happening before I did. And then I shot my shot and said, redemption arc. Yeah, yeah, like fucking Babe Ruth pointing at the outfield. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to happen. She's going to join Team Ruby. Either she has a redemption arc or she continues to burn herself out pursuing revenge and is just left dying and unsatisfied and broken. God, I don't... This is why I want to play Cinder in Interstitial. I don't want that for her, though. I want her on Team Ruby. I'm sorry about the car alarm that's going off in the background. I can't hear it. Okay, good. People probably already heard my dog on this episode. So <laughs> so she pulls herself out of this water, 
and crawls out of a cave and then there's this cute girl who finds her and she looks at her and her eyes glow and then we cut away. Yeah, and, and they just let you think for the next minute that like that person is the new fall maid. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun minute. That would have that would have sucked though. It would have sucked. But that it was really sucked. It would have really sucked, but it was fun to like think for a minute. Whoa, are they just going to swerve like that? But then we see somebody walking through the street in that lady's clothes and it's Cinder who has presumably killed that woman and stolen her clothes and all of her possessions. Or 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 they're dating. Or they're dating. <laughs> I don't know cuz that left arm ends in some serious claws. Anyway, Cinder goes to talk to a lady. Wait, okay, sorry. Some... Sorry, back up. Were you making a fingering joke there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the joke. Okay. Go up. Go on. She talks to this like fixer lady and she wants and she gives all this money from that cute girl from before so that she can track down Team Ruby. Okay. She's also very jumpy. Giving her all that money makes it seem like maybe they're not dating. Yeah. I just remembered that she has all that money and maybe they're not dating. Yeah, they're probably not dating, Allie. <laughs> I thought for a second that there was a possibility they were dating. Leave me no. alone. <sighs> so, a different thing happens after that. We flash back to before episode one of volume six. In the interim period, they have a brief conversation about the relic and how it can answer... A question... It can answer three questions every 100 years. Right, but it, well, those questions have already been answered for this era. Yes. And... And Ospin says, don't even bother checking. It's useless to check. Just trust me on this. I, I promise. And this is like but five... Also th this is probably like ten minutes after he once again assured them that he would be keeping no, keeping no secrets. <laughs> He's definitely never keeping secrets ever again. Just trust me. <laughs> um, but then we, in the present, find the relic in the snow. Um, there's a funny bit where they're like, we will we will definitely keep this safe. And then it smash cuts to the relic just stranded in the snow as they're looking for it in yeah, the background. The... No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the relic stranded in the snow as no one looks for it. As <laughs> everyone quickly forgets that the relic is there except for Ruby. Ruby shows back up with it two minutes later and is like, hey, assholes, <laughs> you all <Right>. forgot. <laughs> but they confront Oz uh, about the relic attracting Grimm, and they're very angry that he's still lying, and he talks about how, yo, I know that you have no reason to betray me, but that's also what the last 17 people who betrayed me said. Yeah. Which, I don't know. The common denominator there is you, Ozpin, so... True. But imagine imagine if Dumbledore was alive for the whole other two books or whatever after he died and had to answer for all the shit he pulled. Yeah. If... <laughs> also... That'd be cool. Also imagine if Dumbledore had been alive forever. <laughs> also that. 
Imagine if Dumbledore had been doing his Dumbledore shit for a thousand years, and then someone finally called him on it. Right. Um, and then Oz... Car Oscar. <laughs> yes, Oscar. Okay, Oscar. okay, okay, okay. In the in episode zero, um, and in episode uh, what was it zero point eight that we did? Mm-hmm. I have talked a lot about how I hope that this season gives us more Oscar without Ozpin. Mm-hmm. And wow, they really went for that in a way that I was not expecting. <laughs> I guess I really. What I really wanted from this season, what I really wanted from this season was all the friends have a good time hanging out and nothing bad happens. Mm-hmm. And the monkey's paw curled around me wanting more Oscar, which is something very bad is happening to Oscar. Oscar has a bad man trapped in his head. Oscar has a very bad man trapped in his head, and that man is increasingly taking control and not giving it back. Yeah. Presumably as he did to the last man he took control of. And perhaps yeah. the man before that and the man before that. Mm-hmm. So Oscar Is Ozpin a main... Back... No. But, like, the Ozpin power... He's the Wizard power... of Oz. Yeah, like, the Ozpin power has some similarities to maiden powers, I'm realizing. Hmm. And then it is, like, passed down to people. What if the part about maidens being gendered at all is bullshit? And he made that up to protect his own identity. Probable. Well, like, not probable, but, like, there's probably some... There's a lot about Maidens, which is clearly bullshit, as we now know. Mm-hmm. So let's get let's get to the thing that happens. <laughs> the thing that happens is that Oscar is starting to be able to access more of Ozpin's memories. Including the name of the person inside the Relic of Knowledge. Yes. Because it's a lamp? And there's a genie in it. A genie named Jin. Uh-huh. But J-I-N-N, there's no D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can tell that there's no D because... Because when they she a titty her, lady. <laughs> she a naked-ass titty lady in this show. She's a she's a blue lady with titties <laughs> and no clothes, except chains, which, okay. But um, there's a shot of Ruby just gaping up. At yeah, this. there's a shot where I joked to Nora... <laughs> Ruby just understood a lot of dreams she's had about Weiss as she looked at this <laughs> titty lady. <laughs> Ruby just realized she is gay very suddenly. <laughs> it's just, you know, enlightenment can strike at any time. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, hey, everyone, what's up? And then she stretches just like Aladdin Genie. Yeah. Um,. And she's like, yeah, I can have two more questions in me. Yeah. And it'll hit me. What's up? Oh, hey, old man. How you doing? Yeah. And then... Um, she immediately sees who Oscar is. Right. Which, that's interesting. I guess she does know everything. Right. And then um, Os Ozpin is like, no, don't. And then Ruby looks at looks up at the, at the genie... And I expected a different question. I think yeah. the third question that they ask of her is going to be about Ruby's mom. Yeah, you... I knew which question Ruby was going to ask, and you thought it was going to be a different question. Did you predict this question? Because I knew immediately what Ruby was going to ask I as thought, soon as that uh, genie came out. I thought line. this was going to be a moment where Ruby has to pick and decide to ask that question. I bet maybe 
in this season there will be a thing where they're like oh we need to know this thing right now or we'll die and she has to give up that that chance to learn about her mom Mm -hmm. that tracks that tracks like where did adam go or something like that yeah but um she asks what is ozpin hiding from us and then they all get spirited away into a dreamscape as the storybook starts to happen, and we small, see Salem. Small detail that you noticed that I did not. Um, they get spirited away into this dreamscape, uh, uh, this uh, stained glass heart palace, and <laughs> Ruby calls for Weiss. Yang calls for Ruby, then Blake. Blake calls for Yang. Weiss calls for Ruby. That's mm-hmm. all. Just, you know, the names on their lips. Yeah. Very important. I'm sure that uh, after the camera cut away, Yang calls for Weiss. I'm sure. I'm sure that they're like super close and tight friends. I was saying we have gotten a conversation now between them, which is rare. I would love a little more Weiss, Weissy Yang like getting to be friends I, in this season. And Ruby and Blake would be good. Ruby and Blake has like not happened at all. I feel like <laughs> sometimes I feel like Blake is the least developed of the main team. And I feel like getting some like two more scenes of Ruby and Blake like would finish that puzzle. But Blake had a whole season. Blake had a whole season, but like she had to be, she had to be away from the rest of the group even more than the rest of the group had to be away from each mm-hmm. other. Because she's an introvert. Yeah, it's still a crime that the cat girl doesn't get the top bunk. <laughs> Anyway, basically it ends on the cliffhanger of Salem used to be a human. Yeah, yeah, so... And we're going to learn more about Salem. A long long time ago, there was a tower that looks exactly like Beacon. Exactly like Beacon Academy. Is Salem Rapunzel? No. Is Salem Sleeping Beauty? Salem... I don't know what Salem is a reference to other than the town. She's a witch. Oh, duh. Duh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was dumb. <laughs> I thought. Did you not? I'm not gonna drag you. I never understand these names until you explain them to me. <laughs> I never. I have never once understood one of the reference names until you have explained it. I got Leo Lionheart because that was pretty fucking on the nose. Uh huh. That's Squall's dad. But you had to point out all of the other ones were. Uh, Wizard of Oz before I got that, even though one of them is called Oz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the other one I got? What's the other one I got? Um, you did get Scarecrow, because that's the most obtuse one. Um, um, I said uh, that Roman Torchwick, who, by the way, his hat appears in the opening of this season. We haven't talked about the opening. Um, the main thing I want to mention from the opening is... Um, the scene of Ruby and Weiss walking down the train, kind of looking like a couple, and then Blake and Yang sitting on the sitting on the train, looking exactly like a couple, sitting on the same side of a booth. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just of note, sitting five inches apart because we're not gay. Mm hmm. Uh. We haven't spoken at all else? about the lady with the glasses because we know nothing yet. Uh, she's she's a cyborg and she has weird eyes. Well, her name was Maria Calavera, right? I think that's true. 
Calaveras are the skulls from, um, like, Dia de los Muertos. We just don't know anything about her yet. Like, we know nothing about her. Mm-hmm. She's very mysterious. She tries to get on that train with Team Ruby before it is decoupled. So, like, she's mysterious. Yeah. Um, also, when you Google a Calavera, just to, just to double-check your suspicion that it is the skulls from Dia de los Muertos, um, people also search for the dress. Nora, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. White and gold or blue and black? What? What color is the dress? Do you remember the White dress? White and gold. Fuck you. Are you serious? Fuck you. Are you serious right now? Are we doing this right now? It's blue and black. Fuck you. Fuck off. I'm not doing this. We're not doing this. I just am like still surprised that I've never seen white and gold and I don't even understand how it's to be seen as white and gold. I like I can't see it. Anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I Okay. I Let's... found something on Wikipedia and I haven't decided if I want to read it yet because it's like what is it? The actor who plays Crow is a shit person. I have always known this. Oh. He's a... I did not know that. The the actor who plays um Crow also yeah. plays Edward Elric and he's like a gigantic homophobe. That sucks. Yeah. Here's something I did not know about Vic Mignogna. Mhm. Um cuz I click I was on the Ruby Wikipedia to find that recap and then I clicked on his actor page there and then I noticed a little thing on the corner of my screen that said musical career genres pop christian gospel instruments piano vocals years active 1989 to present um and here's uh. <laughs> yeah yeah his first album came uh. in 19 came out in 1992 it is called if these walls could talk here's the important thing here's the mm-hmm. important thing mm-hmm. So he's got like he's got a couple gospel albums. He's got about five gospel albums. It looks like his most mm-hmm. recent album came out in 2010. Would you like to know what it is called? I'll give you a hint. It is. Hit okay. His, it's not a gospel album. It's a gospel album. Oh, it is a gospel. His is name voice related thing. Uh, okay, I'm gonna remind you. His name is Vic Mignogna, and this is a remix album of his earlier work. Revix. Uh... <laughs> Revix. That's going to do it for uh, Newbie. You can find me on Twitter at Allison underscore coffee. Uh, there you can find a pinned tweet with uh, a collection of my poetry and photos. Um, you can also give me money on Patreon. Um, it's either Allison Coffee or Alley Coffee. I should really fucking memorize that. Holy shit! Got it. Remembered. <laughs> Nora, where can people find you on Twitter? I'm a broken woman. <laughs> you can find this broken husk of a person on Twitter at neither Nora. Neither Nora.h.io is where my games live. Patreon.com/slash Nora Blake is where you can give me money. I need to update that page at some point, but, you know, it works. It takes money. Yeah. You're supporting the show. You're supporting the Nora. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, there are a few things that everyone has to do. One of them is be nice to Nora. Okay. 
So you can get one of those done by donating money to patreon.com slash Norblake. Okay. Also, um, oh yeah, our, our Patreons are linked in the show notes. Just click on the podcast description in your apps. Duh. Also there is our Kofi links. You can give us money. Instead of giving us money on the first of every month, you can just give us money every time you think about us. Yeah. Anytime you laugh while listening to a podcast we make, you owe us $3. <laughs> so hit those coffee buttons. Yeah. It, here's I, a, I it, had two tweets go viral. I think I deserve some money. <laughs> <laughs> what was your other tweet? My tweet about Toby Fox. That went viral? Well, low-key viral. So, like, bacterial. Okay, okay. It had, I'm like... Just, I missed that It didn't one. hit 100 retweets yet, but, you know. It, you know. It didn't get 2,000 retweets and 18,000 notes on Tumblr. We're at 18 now. Wow. It's it's ridiculous. But, yeah. I make viral content now, so, you know, give me money. Also, if you want to at Nora, you have to give her money. If you want to at me, you have to give me even more money. <laughs> right. This is true. Don't at Allie, ever. Never at Allie. (laughs) I just am a broken husk. Revenge. How much money do you think Castlevania is willing to spend on (sighs) video game? Castlevania video game. Listen, this anime is real good and getting some real bugs. I would, I would love. And they rebooted Castlevania once. They can do it again. again. I'd love it. They can reboot it again. Um, they can just license out license out their properties if they just licensed out. Okay, here's um, my pitch for what to do with Castlevania. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna remake Castlevania, Simon's Quest, and Castlevania Three. However, we're gonna send all three of those to different studios, and they are not related in any way. Okay, so your pitch uh-huh. is close to mine because I was gonna make a similar pitch with just without the remakes angle. What was your remake angle? Mine was every fucking indie studio is trying to make a Metroidvania. Just less license that property to whoever made Salt and Sanctuary or Hollow Knight. You know, mm-hmm. just preferably like, the latter rather than the former. Yeah, I just feel like the Salt and Sanctuary folks would probably do that pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, but it might be bad and look like shit, like Salt and Sanctuary. I watched a Let's Play of Salt and Sanctuary and thought uh-huh. about purchasing it and never did. Yeah. When I say Let's Play, I just remembered that I mean quick click on giantbomb.com. That's the same thing. <laughs> Let's play the video. Videogames.com. Videogames.com. They got it. Finally. They got it. Back from themselves. <laughs> well, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> Is it's a website. Jeff Gerstman the heart that left GameSpot and left the GameSpot as a nobody and became the heartless that is Giant Bomb? Are you saying Giant Bomb <laughs> is consumed by darkness? Because if so, yes. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Gerstman, seeker of darkness. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's so good! Oh, I love the way that sounded. <laughs> Jeff Gerstman's Seeker of Kickflips. Jeff Gerstman's Seeker of Darkness.